Yes, it's me, Mike Stone, and this is the Backseat Driver Podcast. It's the fastest, it's the friendliest, and it's for all the family. The Gas Shocks 116 Trophy and 120 Coupe Cup are the fastest growing race series in the UK, taking in six one-hour races and eight sprints at all the top circuits. Visit 116trophy.com to find out more and get yourself behind the wheel. Returning from Classic Le Mans the other week with my friend and colleague Marie-Catherine Linney, better known as the French diva, Marie-Catherine very kindly arranged for me to visit the Matra Museum, also known as Musée Espace Automobiles Matra, in the stunning little French town of Romorantin. Absolutely beautiful little place. The museum is stunning. You can spend as much time and gain as much pleasure from sitting in the gardens on a nice day as you can from walking round the museum. But before my interview with Bruno, it's probably just as well to give you an idea of Matra's past. It stands for Mécanique Aviation Traction which was a French industrial conglomerate. During its years of operation, it was engaged in a wide range of business activities, primarily focused around automobiles, bicycles, aeronautics, and, surprisingly, weaponry. Following the acquisition of vehicle manufacturer Automobiles René Bonnet, the company formed Matra Automobiles during the 60s and made the Matra brand famous through its production of a range of racing cars and sports cars. Its car division also worked closely with other vehicle manufacturers, significantly Renault, prior to the decline and sale of Matra automobiles during the 2000s. In addition to road cars, Matra entered into a wide range of businesses, eventually diversifying into media, the aforementioned weaponry, aeronautics, automobiles and music distribution. Once owned by the Floriat family, throughout much of the company's existence, French businessman Jean-Luc Lagarde served as CEO of Matra itself, and during 1988, Matra was privatised, Lagarde's stake in the company growing considerably over the following years. During 45, Matra established, immediately begin development of an ambitious twin-engined aircraft intended to be the fastest propeller-driven plane in the world. And in 1951, the sound barrier was broken in horizontal flight for the first time in Europe by an aircraft using Matra-built engine. During 61, Matra became involved in early European space programme, having been appointed as the first prime contract for satellites. As regards the road cars, the best-known ones are the aforementioned Matra Jet, Matra 530, Matra Bagheera, Matra Moreno, Renault Espace and the Renault Aventime, which was incredibly ahead of its time. If you've never seen one, do go and have a look at one. They are unusual. They are a huge car with cantilever doors but have the performance of a small hatchback. Once again, it was the advanced design and engineering of the Aventine that, in many ways, sealed its fate as a car that didn't particularly sell well. People just didn't understand it. Equally, the Matra Rancho, based around 
a Simca saloon, Simca hatchback and Simca van. The Rancho was an ersatz off-roader. It was not four-wheel drive, but its looks made everybody think it was. They are now an incredibly rare car and an incredibly desirable car. There's only about three in the UK, but one of which is the one with the... Uh, removable sides and top that is an incredibly rare car but once again a car that people in the UK didn't overly get as time went by the first road cars under the name as I said with the Dejet and they were diversified into motorsport for the simple reason uh, Lagarde realised that motorsport really was the way to promote the cars, one of which was by promoting, in later years, the Renault Espace. The Espace, everybody thinks, is a Renault. It's not. It's a Matra with a Renault badge on it. It was the first of the people carriers. It really did define this type of car. There's been various Renault Espace over the years, they're now built by Renault, but the original is still the one to own. As I said, built by Matra. And just to make life interesting and to prove they could do it, they also fit a Williams F1 engine into the back of one, which sits in the museum and without any, shall we say, method of competition, it remains the fastest Renault Espace ever built. When it comes to motorsport, single-seaters and sports cars, their drivers are incredible. Graham Hill, Henry Pescarolo, who drove at Le Mans 33 times. The other thing is about Pescarolo, he loves his mattress so much, he still appears at the museum from time to time, and with permission of the local mayor, drives one of the mattress that he won the 24-hour in around the town centre. Needless to say, the town comes to a positive halt. Other drivers, Jean-Pierre Beltois, Jackie Stewart, Chris Amon, Jean-Pierre Jarrier, Nino Vaccarella, the top Tiger Floreal legend, Jean Goucher, Jack Brabham, and nobody can forget when the two Matras more or less crossed the finish line at the Le Mans 24 hours, more or less side by side, with Pescarolo and Hill driving their respective cars, Matras 670s, back in 1972. The racing section of Master was formed in 1965. Their first race was Monaco 1967. And of course, nobody can forget Matra's involvement and partnership with Tyrrell that propelled Jackie Stewart to one of his early world championships. A walk round the museum is fascinating. It's light, it's airy, the cars are well spaced, it's very friendly. All the cars are on show, they're single-seaters, they're sports cars, the saloons, the little two-seaters. There is also a small two-seater with a very tiny engine. Somebody told Matra you could not make a tiny car go fast. Well, Matra didn't like being told they couldn't make a very tiny car go fast. So they built this one-off, and this tiny little car is faster down a runway than a fighter jet they just proved it could be done it's done it on a few occasions 
and it remains one of the few cars that is capable of this feat. They also produced a folding town car that is incredibly short wheel-based for town use, but at the flick of a switch when you get out onto the open road or onto one of the payage, the wheelbase extends itself, the car unfolds, which means it's far more stable at speed and on the open road. You only need to walk round the museum to realise that Matra was a fantastic company. It would be nice to see them return, but it's doubtful if they ever will. But of all the defunct manufacturers, I think it's safe to say Matra have one of the most glorious histories. You cannot fail but to be impressed by the cars that they designed, the cars that they built, and nothing but nothing sounds like a Matra V12 racing engine. And the interesting thing is where a lot of manufacturers will design and build an engine for F1, design and build an engine for sports cars, Mazda just designed a V12 engine, and it went in both single-seater F1 cars and their Le Mans-winning sports cars. And nothing but nothing sounds like a Matra V12 under full throttle. It is still one of the sounds. And if you go to the museum, when you walk through the engine display, it automatically triggers the sound of one of the V12 engines racing. So, without further ado... Sit back and enjoy my all-too-brief chat with Bruno at the Matra Museum, as I said, or Musee Espace Automobiles Matra. And if you're passing Morantin, go and have a look. The interesting thing is, you will only find the science for it about 200 yards away from it. It's very, very quiet. It's very subdued. But they host a whole host of things. When I went, besides the Matras, there was a homage to British cars with Jaguars, with Aston Martins, with Minis, with Rolls Royce, Morris Miners. So it's not purely Matra, but it may it is really Matra at heart. As I said, please go or sit back and enjoy my chat with the museum director, Bruno. I'm sat outside the Espace Automobile Matra, or the Matra Museum, with Bruno Lugu, director. Bruno, welcome to the Backseat Driver. Oh, thank you. Welcome, too. How long has this museum been in existence? Oh, 23 years. 20, in 2000, they, built, uh, they made this museum for, for Matra. It was not a museum. It was an espace automobile Matra to the glory from La, uh, Matra uh, made in Romorda. Now, during its racing years, Matra had some of the greatest drivers. We had Jackie Stewart, Graham Hill, uh, Francois Severe. And, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, uh, Francois Severe, uh, Chris Heyman, uh, Jack Brabham. Cheque X, uh, De Payet, and, and more, and more. And of course, its famous association with Tyrrell, because it was the engine that powered Stewart and Tyrrell for quite a, lot, quite a few seasons. 
Yeah, um, <clears throat> Jackie Stewart was a uh, uh, world champion uh, with a um, f- V8 from Cosworth, not not with a Matra motor, a Matra engine, and uh, but he was a teacher for for, for Francois Sever. Yeah, regrettably, Francois Sever was the great was due to take over from Stewart, yes. and would have been. I mean, it was. Odds on that Severe would have been a world champion many times over. Yes, Jackie Stewart said uh, Severe is the next uh, world champion. Yeah, but like a lot of drivers of that era, they were never able to prove their worth because fate intervened and an accident took their life. But that was that was rather something they accepted during that era of multisport. Yes, but the mentality now is, is very changed. And um, uh, between the pilots, it, it's not the same, um, c- uh, how I say, um, to, 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 to be together, not during the race, but f- for the race and after the race. Yeah, they, they were all great friends. They lived together, played together, travelled together. But, of course, on the circuit, it was slightly different. Yes, sure. And uh, I, I spoke with uh, Henri Pescarolo, who won uh, Le Mans with uh, Gramel in '72, uh, and <laughs> told me some 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 uh, some anecdotes, uh, very, very very funny. But I can't I can't, I can't, I can't tell. <laughs> now, Matra started out as an aviation company, didn't it? Producing yeah. aircraft and aircraft engines. No, not aircraft; they produce um, missiles, uh, c- uh, cruise missiles. And uh, Jean-Luc Lagardère came from uh, the firm uh, Dassault, who building uh, uh, planes. Uh, for, uh, like me, Mirage and uh, like Mirage and uh, Lagardère come from Dassault and uh, as he comes, he said, uh, in ten years we are Welt, uh, world champion. Yeah, and he did it. What what brought the move into cars and into racing? Uh, into what caused them to what or what caused them to move into engines and cars? Oh, that's a long story. In Romantin was a, um, a brand, uh, René Bonnet. Uh, that was the first car with composite uh, carrossery and uh, middle-engine... Uh, um, Mid-engine layout. Yeah, okay. And <coughs> Matra wanted uh, to... To have some some uh, carrosseries for for the bagueras uh, as composite, and they uh, they work with uh, René Bonnet uh, together, and it was Matra Bonnet. René Bonnet was a good driver, but not a good businessman. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's right. Something that has afflicted many manufacturers. That's right. And Matra uh, uh, swallow. Uh, René Bonnet uh, f- factory and this was Matra Sport and, and uh, Jean-Luc de Lagardère decided to, to, to get into uh, former lines and uh, uh, Le Mans cars and so on yeah. so I mean you, you look around like the engine display and some of the engines are fantastic and it's always been said a Matra V12 under full throttle 
is one of the greatest sounds you will ever hear. Oh yeah, and uh, even even now, when you look on the internet, you look uh, uh, searching for for the best sound. You have two cars now, uh, Matra uh, 12 and uh, Ma- Mazda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, besides the fantastic racing cars, Formula One cars, Formula Two, Formula Three, and of course the fantastic uh, Le Mans winning cars with Hill and Pescarolo, they produced quite a lot of normal road cars. Yes, they made uh, the the jet, jet, Matra jet, and then uh, Bagueras, Murinas, uh, Ranchos, uh, Avantime, Espas. You 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 saw the, them in the museum. It's it's and the the engineering was. Uh, uh, for me, uh, 15 years uh, uh, in advance. Yeah, in advance. Avant time. Yeah. For time. And of course, a lot of the one off cars, I mean, there's an Aspas down there um, that's got a Williams F1 engine. Uh, yeah, this F1, uh, it was an uh, anniversary car. Uh, it was for 10 years uh, cooperation f- uh, between Renault and Matra. And Matra, th- that was um, the birthday cake. And they, they built this, um, this espace of um, uh, feet, uh, V10 uh, Williams Renault and chassis uh, from Formula 1. And they, they, they built uh, the carrossery from from the espace and uh, um, Alain Prost uh, drove it with 327 kilometers an hour. Now a lot of people don't realize the famous Renault Espace. I mean the Renault Espace was very much ahead of its time. Fiberglass, a people carrier, but people don't realize it was a Matra, but it never really received, Matra never really received the recognition we have only uh, uh, Espace with Matra name. It was in the prototype. They presented to Peugeot, to Renault, to Citroën, and to, to ask uh, who can this, uh, build uh, this car. Peugeot said no. They had uh, the uh, uh, problem, um, money problem with Chrysler, and uh, Citroën said no. Renault said yes. They bought uh, Matra. At the beginning, it, it was very difficult to to to, sold, to sell them. Uh, and uh, after that, it, it was really a success. But yeah. well, I mean, when did Matra stop building cars and engines? In uh, two thousand three. Yeah, in Romorantin. And why did why did they stop? Oh, I can't say exactly why. It's a political, uh, politic problems and uh, I don't know um, money problem. It's very difficult to know. The problem was uh, Matra had no uh, distribution. Yeah, they were they were by Renault. That was the problem. Uh, somebody wanted to to buy uh, Avantime and uh, the Renault. 
Renault said, oh, you can buy uh, this one, it's uh, um, Velsatis. You can buy this one, you, you, get, you get it uh, faster. Yeah. And that was, uh, well, yeah, it, it was very, uh, at the end it was uh, not good between Renault and uh, Matra. Is Matra still as popular with the French people as it used to be? Yes, for, for the people they know Matra. Yes, because Matra is a, a symbol, it's a, a all French. Motor, carrosserie, and uh, the people want that now. And do you ever think Matra will come back? Do you think they will ever be able to come back? <laughs> I hope it. I don't know. I don't know. And what does Matra mean to you? To me, it's a French French brand uh, <laughs> will never come back. Able, able to, to in ten years to be to be a world champion, to 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 win Le Mans three times. Uh, it's like a dream. Now, all all the cars are European cars. But back in its day, Matra were one of the greatest manufacturers and, of, and race winners in the world of motorsport. Yes, in the uh, uh, 70s, uh, yeah, beginning 70s, and, uh, uh, in uh, Le Mans, then Formula, uh, Formula One with Czechy Stewart. He uh, realised what all the French people wanted to, to have. <laughs> A world champion in a French car. Because nothing quite equates to a French car and Pescarolo, a French driver, winning the greatest race in the world, the Le Mans 24. Yeah. Three, uh, three times. Uh, uh, Henri Pescarolo is a, is a great driver, is a, a nice guy. Is, uh, he comes very often here. He's a very nice guy, yeah. And the cars that are on display, do they ever go out and drive on the circuits again? Oh, not anymore. Oh, you, you, you think that Pescarolo is 80? 80. Uh, but, uh, he used to drive uh, a Le Mans car in Romorantin. <laughs> drive it around the town? <laughs> yes, yes. The Major said, yeah, you can. And, of course, that will bring the town to a halt, wouldn't it? Everybody will want to see it and listen yeah, to sure. it. Sure, sure. <laughs> it was a nice time. Bruno sat here outside the Matra Museum in France. Couldn't be anywhere else. It's been an absolute pleasure, so thank you for joining me on the Backseat Driver. That's my pleasure. Thank you.
Really beaten on price, never beaten on service. Whether it's cars, bikes or commercials, Hoddy Tyres are the best in the business. And when it comes to tyre expertise and advice to supplying the correct tyres for your vehicle's specific requirements, nobody comes close to David Lakin and the Hoddy Tyres team. So give them a call on 01200 613 192 or visit the website at hoddytyres.co.uk. Thank you.